Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Bally Bet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. All right, let's do it live on a first Friday miracle edition of the program from the undisclosed location on the west side of Cleveland. Merely Bo and the Great Z. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Great weather. We have mastered the parking situation oh, on this closed location. You sorted it out smartly yesterday. I let like me just ask, let me ask you this. Sure. Ask me whatever you'd like. What you clowns? Why? Quicker exit. Okay. Uh, all right. Parked like literally five feet away from the door? It's Doesn't get you out any quicker? Yes. Two things. Factually quicker. Factually quicker. And also Zoom. When you're when you're thinking about if you have now if we're, if I'm coming in hot I'm not going to take the time to do it but if you have but if time. I've got the time I looked outside and watched you back I'm like look at look at the Bobsy can I you a question you kidding me dude I can back listen I back in I grew up on the Ponderosa I could back back I up am a not, freight liner I am not questioning your ability to back up a vehicle yeah or park a vehicle I just you did, I you, walked up and I saw his car parked and I go, the back end. I'm going to bet the here comes uh, when the no, second Bobsy twin pulls in. He's I knew do it the yesterday. I knew it yesterday because when I went to get out of here yesterday, he and I both left the undisclosed location at the same time. Oh, and, I know you're and out. He was, he was gone. He beat me to the everything because of the standpoint of just pulling straight out, just going and not there. having to back out. I and mean, that, it was a game changer. So I was like, I, before I even – I knew that you'd park that way anyway because it was revolutionary. And then, having seen it myself, uh, that, that's the only way to do it. I have a confession. And maybe no. as a confession, it feels like I'm going to draw the ire of Gibbe here. But yeah. let's say that you are at a – we'll call it a supermarket parking lot. This one's going to be tricky, but go ahead. I back in every time. And the reason I do that – hold on, just so that there's a – it's not just – craziness number one i like to be able to just drive right out that's good but number two the one incident that's ever happened with my car happened in a parking lot where a guy backed into me backed in yeah right so and i couldn't stop it fast enough going backwards because you know with our cars you can't really see out the back other than the camera right right so it happened just too quickly so now if i'm seeing i could stop i could reverse it i could get out of the way so i have a lot of options there so that i do that now i back in everywhere or even more preferable to the back end is the drive through. So you have well, two spots ideally. and then you drive through and then you're now facing out on the second spot. But I am never butt out in a parking spot the, ever. I would do the same. The only thing for me, and I think that we do groceries different. You you are, have famously said that you like to buy the groceries for the dinner that day. That's right. So I buy groceries once a week Yeah. for the fam. So I, it, the, the only hitch in the giddy up with the, the backing in is if someone pulls up next, it's hard to unload the the cart of food 
the grocery cart full of food into the back of the vehicle. That's sure, the sure. only into the trunk. Into the trunk. Yeah, yeah. I'm never. I'm see, because I'm, I'm always a trunk operation because I'm always doing a week's worth of food. That's the way that it goes. Well, in a Heinz, you can just drive through the parcel pickup, and they'll they'll do that. By the way, I was in. Uh, this was probably two weeks ago, um, two or three weeks ago, at the Heinz in Chagrin Falls. I've never been more confused about a layout of a of a grocery store in my life. I must have walked around. It's, it was the hated rivalry, the Hudson Chagrin Falls rivalry, Bootsy's first game. I'm like, well, I'm here. I'll just knock this out. While Great I'm here. tacos in that cafe, brother. Like this, dude. I, you, I, Great tacos. I, you walk. You walked into produce, which was kind of like a square. Yep. And then when you come out of it, like there's there were aisles this way and this way. Yep. And then like produce, like meats, proteins over here. Oh, right. Yep. But cafe. Like, and there was like cafe, Wine. and I'm like, I, who set this sucker up, man? Like you have to know how to navigate that place. I didn't know what to do. I'm like, I know. I had to reset. Should have like, called me. I need to go this way. I need to go this way or this way. I can't be zigzagging around. I felt like I was backtracking. I hate backtracking in the grocery store. Same. Well, you should have called me. That store is, I think, it's is tricky. It and it doesn't have everything. It always. No. If I'm making a, a big meal that requires, we'll call it eight ingredients. It will always. I'll always be able to get seven of them at that particular Heinz. Yeah. Which is frustrating. Right. But the tacos. So I didn't even, I, in the cafe are great. The wine selection's great. Yeah. It's it's fine. It's, it's fine. just a very it's small. So it's they're compact. trying to maximize. They're going vertical behind the registers because that maximizes that space, and then they're going horizontal over on the yeah. right because they had already. You've already to have the produce there. You've got to go horizontal behind the produce. Right. And then you have the right side where you. And get then the you just have the square everything. thing yeah. you walk into. Yeah. Yeah, it was right. crazy. I yeah. got lost. Yeah. It is interesting going to a grocery store that you're not familiar with. I do believe adds 15 minutes to the grocery oh experience. this what, what would have been a 20 minute grocery experience was probably 35 yep yep and i i a couple of times i found myself going down roads that i've already gone down i thought of you last night um so i think i've mentioned this before one of my favorite things to do at the start of any summer season is i do the summer long beer shop Okay. So what I what the objective here is is that anyone who might be at my house this summer and wants a beer, I have a flavor that they like. I'm a pleaser. I'm a pleaser. You are. A so pleaser. you if know, you come you, to my house, you might get a you'll get a light beer. You might get an IPA that's been in that fridge since my dad right, bought it. Right. And they're <laughs> hey, there probably are some of those in there because no I don't doubt. I don't like those IPAs, so I stay no away. From it. But I always try to make sure that there's everything. Is represented, so you want to have you know your domestic all of it, the sure. whole the whole run, um, and so uh, I always have Guinness. Okay, people, that's a specific beer that people like. Yep. Um, and as I was doing the beer run and picking out all the varieties, probably ten or fifteen different varieties that I'd bought, um, I ran into Boddington's. Ah, well, we talked which about which we the talked cream about. Ale. Yeah, and I saw that sucker, and I said, you know what? I'm going to try it. Let's give that a go. I'm going to grab a four-pack of that. And? I well, I didn't have it last night. Okay, okay. I, it's For me, beer has to be before dinner. If it's after dinner, there's no chance. It's way too filling. Ugh. And I don't love it anyway, other than a, a, an individual yellow jacket from time to time. But it's in there. It's cooling. And we're going to run it back. Okay. We're going to give it a shot. Maybe, so, we'll, you, maybe we'll crack when, uh, when we're invited over for the Transformative, Transformative Turkey, Turkey and, uh, we'll pool party and hoop session. We'll do that. Did, did you say you buy Guinness for the summer? Yeah. I feel like that's an awful heavy beer for it's summer. It's not heavy. That's where you're, that's that's you're, where wrong. you're wrong, Gibby. It's actually you're the, the Bobsy twin. It, 
It's actually one of the no, lightest. No, I'm not following either one of you. It's, it's, one of it's the lightest actually beers. one of the lightest beers <laughs> you can get. That you can get. There's actually It has a very small calorie count, and it is not filling. And in fact. I think people see dark, and they think that it's uh, heavy, but it is I think not. it's a big old porter. Yeah. It's not, and in fact, it's the only beer that I drink really now is a Guinness. You know, that's weird. You don't like the Mexican beers, like Modelo or one of those. Oh, I thrived all weekend. I think those if, are so if good. I want something that makes me feel that way, I'm just going to drink tequila. Yeah, the only thing is, like, it's a different mood to pouring a tequila at 3 o'clock on a Saturday than having a beer at 3 o'clock on a Saturday. Like, there's an intent with a tequila at 3 o'clock on a it's Saturday. living, baby. L-I-V-I-N. Yeah, yeah that's – that's a li- <laughs> three young boys means. Yeah, I was gonna say that's I different. Can't do that. I, I would, that. I, to, to be honest, if I'm having something at three on a Saturday afternoon at my own house, I would say that I'm most likely gonna be going to. I might have a white wine there, maybe a pinot. I might have like a a, a white wine or a brosé in the summer. A little brosé. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's it. So I look forward. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna run it maybe tonight. We've got lacrosse. Really convenient lacrosse schedule this week. We were at Strongsville Monday. <laughs> we're at Bay Village tonight, so that's right around the corner. Oh, a little that's Bay really Village. Nice. Bay Village will be there. Uh, and then I think Highland on Friday. It's a great little so. food place called Chatty's Pizzeria. I'm writing it down. You should. I am. The food is absolutely fantastic. Uh, the Harlan boys, who I went to high school with, own it. Uh, one of them, I believe, trained under Michael Simon, maybe? Chat. What did you say it was? Chatty's Pizzeria. Oh. It's next to the old caboose across from Huntington Beach Park, probably the uh, old maybe caboose. five minutes from where you are. All right. Very good. And, and worth every penny. Is this the home of Deke? Is yes. Deke running amok down there? There's a good chance. I wonder. Well, if I y- where you're going to go for food, <laughs> y- he will be at a watering hole. That's what it's I'd like. Called the close quarters. I if I, I'm gonna and t- the close quarters is smaller than this room that we're in. All right. I'm going to text him and see if he'll come over and we can watch uh, Beamsy play lacrosse. And, you should. And we can have a cold one as we watch. I feel he, like that he will be, show up with beers. That's and what I want. Stogies. That's what I want. That's exactly what I want tonight. Yeah, that's exactly it. I like it. Um, hey, we've got game uh, schedule releases tomorrow or not. Maybe just yes, we'll give you a bunch of happening. stuff today. Yeah, it's happening tomorrow. Right, but I mean, here's a bunch of it today. Yeah. A lot well, of the big games it's, today. It's, it, it's, not that, it's a couple of the, the big games, and it's, uh, you know, the international. All right. I, I don't feel of, like they've ruined anything. The international, I think, feel like we already kind of knew. Well, we knew. We knew half of them. I'll tell you what they I think they've ruined is the opener because you're not going to get Philly Chiefs in the opener. We know that from yep. uh, the, the lovely Kelsey mom. You're not going to get Cincinnati in the opener because they're going to play New Year's Eve. More on that in a second. And you're not going to get Miami at Kansas City, which is the most stunning that Tyree Kill's return to Kansas City will be played in the Germany. I don't know, by the way, that Kelsey's mom knows. So I still think that's in play. As okay. Jason said today, don't believe everything you read on Facebook. All right. I think that's still in play. And if not, it's going to be the Chargers. Right. But I mean, they took away two that were possible. Right. So I think it's going to end up being the, I think it's going to be Super Bowl. We're opening with a Super Bowl rematch. You could do Super Bowl rematch. You could do Chargers. Or you. I think you could do Broncos, too, with uh, Peyton and make, Russ. Let them earn could. that, please. Because last year, remember, I agree. they were on primetime every week at it. the beginning of the season. And I it just was think it's an easy, that would be an easy, awful. everything's an easy sell for the NFL. Well, yeah. But there'd be some juice with that one, for sure. Um, the biggest 
thing that jumped out to me other than – I mean, I guess the first thing was that Kansas City Chiefs fans will not have Tyreek Hill back in Kansas City. I wonder what the thought Why process they did was that that is on that. Yeah. Pretty wild. By the way, I think you could have just – I would have sent – in Germany, I would have sent the Chiefs against whoever their Anybody. worst opponent is, and it would have drawn of course. great. I think they wanted to they, – clearly they wanted to give the European team, the European dates, two of the five are really good games. Yeah. You know, week five, Jacksonville, Buffalo is a really good game in London. And then the uh, the Dolphins, Kansas City game, which is week nine, uh, the 5th of November, is a really good game. That's in Frankfurt. Uh, I believe it's Frankfurt. So they, yeah, yeah I didn't put down a, exactly. I'm pretty sure it's Frankfurt. I don't know population-wise German cities like Munich. I, I assume Berlin's biggest. And then I don't know what about, about my kids going to a mall here in the next 10 days. Babysitter to the stars. Yeah. Yeah. Living her best life. Think Buddy Amsterdam Garrity loves her too. That. Yeah. Buddy Garrity, dog of the year. Uh, Frankfurt for KC Miami. Uh, actually, both games are in Frankfurt this year. Right. Because last year, weren't they, what was the Munich, big MLS? Yeah, they were in, yeah, they were Byron Munich. Yeah, so. Oh, my gosh, I would not have had this. So, Hamburg is actually the second largest city in Germany. Hamburg. Berlin is number one, 3.2 million, twice the size of Hamburg, and then Munich is 1.1 million. So, Frankfurt is down the list, hmm. which is a little bit surprising. Frankfurt is actually 759,000, behind it's also Cologne. Fifth behind Cologne. Ahead of Stuttgart and Dusseldorf. How about that, man? I would not have had that. That it was uh, that far down the list. Um, the other thing that jumped out to me was I am a, more than a little surprised that Cincinnati, Kansas City is that late in the year. Isn't it? Like, it's week 17. Yeah. It's New Year's Eve. That's a game of consequence. It's going to be a game of seeding consequence. It just seems – to me it feels like that one was is second week in November. I mean, that, that, that's, that, that's similar to what they did, remember, last year. Buffalo and Cincinnati when – Everything yeah. when the world stopped in the National Football League. I mean, that was – I want to say that was week 15 or 16. It was it's late. It's late, though, for that. Isn't it? Isn't that late for that type of game? Two years ago since for the Chiefs-Bengals? Two years since ago since the Kansas City had, had to be week 17. Because it eliminated it us. It eliminated us before that Monday Night it Football did, game. It did, but at that time Cincinnati isn't what Cincinnati is now. Like going into that, that was schedule. That kind of Cincinnati's coming, coming out That's coming out of Burroughs' injury. Like yeah, yeah, you didn't yeah, know yeah, what yeah, Cincinnati right. was going right, to be right. that year. They are fully formed now, and the fact that that, to me, that feels like Brady, Manning, October 30th, November 15th, that's what it feels like. Burrow's got to win something before we put him in that. No, but I mean, you see what I'm saying. I just think because it's New Year's Eve, they felt that they probably had to put a haymaker of a game on. Yeah, to try to obliterate college football is what they're trying to do, because the college football semis are that day. Yeah. I am pretty sure. Well, then that's there's your answer. So that I, the fact that they're like going at college football again is pretty weird to me. Why are we playing on New Year's Eve? Is what a s- Sunday? Sunday? That's why it's a Sunday. So that's why I, I think college football is stepping in on the NFLs. Yeah. Why? Well, they're it? always New Year's Eve. Always. Not necessarily. They are in the semifinals. No, like yeah. a couple of years. Well, no, ago. they were New Year's Day. Yeah, been New Year's Day too. Um, Why wouldn't they just move they on to punt Monday? And they moved to Monday. Let me see. I just want let me pull it up. I just want to make sure. They pro- I bet they did. I wonder if they are moving to Monday to avoid it. Or go Saturday. They always acquiesce to um, the NFL. Yeah, they always. don't want that smoke. No. 
semifinal. That'd be my oh, guess. the Rose Bowl game. No, it's going to be the first because it's one yeah. of them is the Rose Bowl game. So it'll be January first. So, so it'll be Monday. They'll play the, one of them. The afternoon game will be at the Rose Bowl, and the other one will be in the Sugar Bowl. So my guess then is that the NFL won't run a Monday night game that week. Probably not. Yeah. So that makes sense. Uh, uh the the NFL will run a Monday night game that week because it was in the things. It was still through week seventeen. Mm-hmm. Really? So they will they'll put an NFL a, a Monday night game up against the College Football National Championship. Well, maybe they'll play it. Maybe the college will go twelve. Not not the four. final. No, they're they're already set. Rose Bowl always has the same start time, so that they get that sunset of the San Gabriel, and then the Sugar Bowls at night. Um. Yeah, because it always goes to the second to last weekend. Because there's might never a Sunday, there's never a Monday night year. game. They could maybe they put it on Saturday or something to avoid the conflict. I don't know. I find it hard to believe the NFL or ESPN is going to walk away from a New Year's Eve. Well, no, that's, they'll have that's to because the they thing. have yeah. the broadcast right. So that, there's no way. Yeah, ESPN has the college football semifinals, so there won't be an NFL game on maybe, Monday. Maybe maybe there's football. a Saturday. It'll be Saturday. They'll play it Saturday afternoon or night. They're not going to play. It. Yeah, they won't go head to head. Right on the same network, so that. Oh, happen. that's right. As I said that, I was like, "Nah, yeah, nah, that's not going to work." Um, we have our uh, our first ever Black Friday game. That is a. Th- Are you surprised this wasn't prime time? Three o'clock, Black Friday, Miami at Jets. No, I mean there's going to be a second one. <laughs> oh, there's going to be two. Well, like no, no, year. I mean like. There'll be another meeting between Miami and the Jets. Is that what you're asking? No, no, no. no I'm saying I'm surprised that broadcast. if you're going to play one game on Black Friday, why wouldn't you play at night? Keeping out of the high school world. High school's pretty well wrapped. I mean, that's state championship weekend in Ohio. I mean, it's kind of wrapped. Oh no, no, that's not. That's it's not it's the week before. It's yeah. the semifinals. I don't know why they would. I don't know why they would keep out of Friday night. That must be the, the answer. Yeah, I don't know. That that surprised me to play at three o'clock in the afternoon on, on Black Friday. So that's uh, so you play the three games on Thanksgiving and then you'll play. That's an awful big game. That's what I'm saying. Speaking of, it's an awful big game for Amazon Prime. It's an awful big game for, it's a for, to, to your first foray into playing on that date to not do it at eight o'clock was a little bit surprising to me. By the way, that first London game uh-huh. is ESPN Plus, not any of the other like. You know what's going to be paid to get it. I to do that. Do you got you you stream all your your football, right? You're a stream guy. Correct. And you are too. Both you well, guys are. On yeah, because I've cut the cord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Same. The the one thing that is that is a a deal because so many of us. I mean, I know I like to watch. Well, I like to have the multiple TVs going, and then I like to have I like to have the the Twitter up if I'm watching and seeing what else is going around. The streaming not being like 30 seconds behind, it's a bit of an issue, I've found. I don't find that it's Even that when behind. I stream – oh, for sure. Yeah, it's – it's Depends on your provider. It depends on what else strength. is going on in your house. Yes. It depends yeah. on, you know, a lot of factors. Um, I find it – it's definitely behind because I'll have, I'll have a, the, the cable one going at the same time as a, as a app one, uh, like on ESPN Plus for the college football. And it's – and that sometimes it's 45 seconds difference. Between live uh, and not that bad at all. I'm always ahead of you, though, when you and I text if we're watching the same game. What you're on, I've already seen. Like, remember when you do the coaches show? Yeah. And you're like, oh, this. I'm like, yeah, that was 45 seconds ago. <laughs> it's not that bad. I know it's not 45 yeah. seconds. 
Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you're specifically, but I'm just saying my specific instance was gotcha. that, it, that it was a little bit. So there's a little bit of lag time there with all the streaming. Uh, I would get the delayed. But if it's only on ESPN Plus, if it's only on ESPN Plus, then there won't be any because everyone will be on the same same operation. The weird thing is I would always I always found that my DirecTV even was like a little bit delayed relative to cable. Cable's the fastest. I mean, it's yeah. That's straight artery. Yeah. Um, yeah. These are pretty good, though. If is there as you guys think it'll ever be possible that we have two teams in in Europe? No. Impossible. I, I don't. From a travel standpoint. That's why I said two. I think you would have to have two. Um, and I wonder or maybe even four. An entire division of teams over seems. there. So then are you asking a team to go play over there for a two month? Londons? No. Two Londons, Munich, and I don't know where th- what the fourth would be, but I, two London could do two in their sleep, um, and a city in Germany you could do two in Germany, I guess. That feels um, like a lot, but it feels like yeah, I don't know. And not it, instead of that, does it become a weekly European game? I just don't know what the big play is for it. I mean, this is an aggressive play. This is five, six games? No, five games. Five, this is the most. Five of them. Have, have we, are we not going back to Mexico City this year? Not announced. Uh, not announced. Two Germany, um, three London. Three, yeah. uh, they don't uh, seem to promote that Mexico City game a whole lot. No. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Jags are going to be – like, to go over there they're and staying. play back-to-back games, that is intense. They're staying. They'll be there. They'll be there for two and a half weeks. They'll be in, yeah. in London. I mean, when Shad Khan bought them and then he was trying to buy Wembley – you know, it felt like he was going to move that team over there. No doubt. Um, I, don't, I don't think that's any any sort of big secret. But it, to me, you would have to have two teams. Otherwise, the brunt of it would be – the only other thing you could do, I guess, is if you had one, then that team would be, like, traveling for, like, two weeks at a time over here, you know, where you'd have, like, almost have a training camp over it, yeah. here. Go to the Greenbrier for – It doesn't feel like a three weeks a, f- a feasible thing to do. That's what I would say. It would, it would be tough. Uh, Browns fans, you can start voting. We're down to our top five designs for the new dog logo. Uh, you can vote now. Let the voice be heard. Be sure to rank your favorite logos as the top two vote-getters will advance to the final round. Uh, one vote one vote per day. So you can vote more than you can vote all the time. So that, that is the direct copy from uh, – All right. Very good. Visit clevelandbrowns.com slash dog logo to cast your vote today. Uh, I thought they did a really cool thing yesterday on the social when they put the – all five of them out on gear on hoodies and hats because that changed the way that I viewed them dramatically. Uh, so the one we've always been going off of that original five yes. thing and the one top left did jump off of the gear. So it looked really good on gear. I did like it a uh, lot on that particular gear where you had an orange brim with a hat. Yeah. Like I still think the one that we originally liked the best, if that was just a brown hat. Yeah that that would look the best or if it was just a solid orange hat it yeah. would look the best because you have the orange brim i thought it made the top left look really good and also the bottom left the kind yeah. of throwback you one looked really good on that too yeah you could see in well i mean yeah those two yeah there's a little more detail to the face on those than the bottom right one um from the standpoint of uh like if you ever wanted to go full body on it i mean they look like they could be like cartoons characters it's interesting i took it each I took the picture yep. to the boys independently, and they all went top left. Interesting. They were all in different rooms, and I just said, which one do you like? And they all went top left. 
And the one that they all said definitely not that one was the one in the middle with the, that looks like a sigil. Yes. That's the one that they were like yeah, definitely out on. But the top left one, they all independently, they all went to that one. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. I think I think the bottom left is bottom right is the best logo. I think the top left looked in with a orange brim on a hat. Again, I think if it was a full brown hat or if it was a full orange yeah. hat, the other one would look better. But with the orange brim, it popped, and that's that's a very good one. I still think the World War Two one's a cool one. I just it feels like the side. Yeah, it just. Feels I wonder what he would have looked like tilted like the straight, straight on of that. Yeah. What that would have been is there aren't too many logos. I mean, if you think about the NFL logo, what do, what do you get mostly? It's mostly facing left, isn't it? They're all facing right, except for the Eagles' faces left. And then you have some straight-ons. Yeah. No, they're all facing left. They're all going They're all left. facing left, and the Eagles' face is right? The Eagles' face is right. Yeah. I have them up right here. Well, I thought the Falcons goes right. It depends if you're <laughs> – they're <laughs> facing left looking at them. They're looking left for them. Does that make sense? So for us, they're facing. No, you're right. For us, they face they're facing. The, for us, they're facing right, right, except for the Eagles, who comes in who like comes this. left. Yes, but from the perspective of the mascot or the image, it's facing left for them. It's the left side of their face. Yeah, correct. Or the right side. Right side, as it were. The straight ons are. I mean, it's pretty amazing to me. It's you know we, we're a helmet. Um, the like the Bengals have. They're a tiger, and their logo is a bee. Yeah, it's a, their official logo is a striped B, which is wild. Like you, ha they have that leaping tiger thing. Uh, that was their that old logo. Use. Yeah, it's really strong. Um, the Colts with the horseshoe, of course. Tennessee's is pretty in retrospect. Oh, yeah, it's pretty is wild. Bees. Yeah, Tennessee's is terrible. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Uh, that one, when you think about it. Um, the fact that the Buccaneers have like the guy. And they went to the flag. Oh, they got. It's not a bad flag. It's not bad. All things the, considered, the, the, it's not the guy's bad. pretty cool, man. Yes. And the lion are the lions going to mess up the leaping lion? I'd heard that they were. That they were that they're. Re, I know they're redoing their uniforms. I would go back to the throwback one. The Colts should go back to their throwback one. We should go. The Broncos should go back to theirs. Yes, for sure. A hundred percent. Yeah, the Broncos is. I mean, that D compared to this. This. I mean, it's not close. It's just not close. Not close. Yeah, Pat the Patriot. We are the only one with a helmet. It's tough. Yeah, it's really tough. I mean, you remember when we read the uniforms and that image of like Paul Brown in a fedora? That silhouette was going around. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. <laughs> I think at a time there was a you know the those quarter zips that we have that have just the stripe. Like sometimes I think that would have been a cool, just the stripe, just the stripes as the as a one off because it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. Now we're gonna have brownie. We're gonna have a dog. We're gonna have that. We have something that has like a bee in it with stripes that they used to put around yeah. a lot of times. That's like a football, like a football, yeah, yeah football thing on it. Um, all right, lots more to get to on the program today. Kids. So when are we going to do this? Guess the we're going to do this. The guess the four thousand yards, guys. You have that to look forward to, which is nice. Probably around two fifteen. Okay, Let's see right. maybe two o'clock. Oh. We might flip them around. And when we come back, we got to talk about the the special wing from today. There was a special wing. Yeah, pretty darn good. Thanks, I appreciate it. Special. Nice.
I you appreciate trying it. it. Thank you. You out. It's awesome. We'll go get. We'll have uh, if nice. Lavelle's listening. I bet he'll he'll bring one over. My guy. Your guy. The big L. The big L. Oh my gosh, jeez, that's the L train. That's that's the greatest acquisition Lionel since Jim Brown. Simmons. Yeah, Lyle Simmons. Yeah. Stud. Yeah, LaSalle. It's pretty good. Uh, all right, off and running. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. And be part of one of the most passionate fan bases in the NFL. Join the Browns season ticket member waitlist today for the best chance of securing tickets for all home games in future seasons. Don't miss out. Go to clevelandbrowns.com slash tickets or call 440-891-5050 to reserve your spot today. Uh, this is from the NFL Network's Total Access Show. Our new safety, Rodney McLeod, joining the show this week. Uh, since he uh, This was at the NFL's broadcast boot camp. Let's have a listen. Congrats, man. You got a new new deal. Take me through this. Like, for most of us, we don't know what it's like. I'm Rob, and certainly Steve know what the experience is like. But for the rest of us, what's it actually like to go through the process and find a new team? Yeah, man. I would say this process uh, happened, went a little faster than what um, I, I've been accustomed to, I guess, uh, the way things unfolded. But it was a, it was a quick 48 hours after I talked to, uh, you, you know, Andrew Barry and my agent and my family and made the decision to, to go to Cleveland. Um, I'm happy I have a job this year, yeah. <laughs> uh, more importantly, but I'm excited to join this talented uh, team, man. Talking about a great group of guys, Deshaun Watson at the forefront, Nick Chubb, you know, running the ball, and Jim Schwartz, man, was a, a huge reason why um, I decided to go to Cleveland. Won a Super Bowl together in Philly. Yeah, we, we're looking to bring a lot of that uh, success that we had in Philly over to Cleveland this year. Yeah, you know, I, I think about some of the defensive stars on this Brown squad. How appealing is that when you look at this roster? You go, oh, we got a lot of different dudes who can ball out here. Yeah, I mean, up front, man, Miles Garrett. Uh, I think, you know, as a defensive back, those are your best friends, right? The guys who apply pressure on the quarterback, uh, and we take advantage of that in the back end. And what I'm more excited about, to be honest, is the v defensive back group, you know, I had the pleasure of lining up with Juan Thornhill, uh, UVA guy, uh, Grant Delpit, and then these talented group of cornerbacks led by Denzel Ward, uh, Emerson, and Newsom. Man, I'm telling you, watch out. I'm telling you, my man Threes loves Rodney McLeod and thinks he's exactly what it, the doctor ordered. And uh, the, if you, you do recall, I think it was the day before he signed, we said he'd need another another vet back there and then, yep. and then got exactly what the doctor ordered. Yep. And he is a guy who's been a basically starter his entire career, started 15 games a year ago for Indianapolis. Very solid player. Was one of the top graded coverage safeties last season and just gives you that flexibility. If you want to play a big nickel, now we can do it. If you want to get Grant close to the line of scrimmage but keep McLeod in the back end, you can do that. If you want to play kind of a big dime where you have, you know, th six defensive backs, three safeties, three corners, you have an opportunity to do that. Just so much flexibility. And he also will be a coach helping yep. our defense 
get everybody in the back end on the same page and learn a defense that he's very familiar with and that our guys are not. Rodney was asked uh, to rank his top five safeties in the NFL. He goes Minka, one, Kevin Bayard, two, Buda Baker, three, Jordan Poyer, former Brown, of course, and uh, Cadre, Quadre Diggs uh, was five. Bayard was asked to take a pay cut. Bayard's a beast. In Tennessee. He was asked to take a pay cut, and we haven't heard really from him. Uh, I don't know since. why they would ask him to take a pay cut. The yeah. guy's one of the best safeties in the league. I remember going back in the Wayback Machine, Gibbe. I'm pretty sure it was 2017, Kaiser was the quarterback, and I think Bayard picked him off, I want to say, three times in that game. Was that like the, the – no, that was that like a 9-3 to three? I think it ended up or going nine, into six, like overtime. Yes, I believe it went to overtime. And Cody Awful Kessler game. came in to even try to quarterback. Awful, baby in, carrots in overtime. Let's I see. forget. I mean that. Think about. It. <laughs> well, let me see if I have this right. So, Bayard, two-time Pro Jeez. Bowler, two-time first-team All-Pro. Oh God, that yeah. game. That Cleveland, twelve-nine oh. overtime. Awful, awful, awful. October twenty-second. 2017, Week Seven. Bayard, three picks. Literally set the NFL back 25 years. 30 years, maybe more. Yeah, three picks in that one. It was awful. He followed that up with two picks against Baltimore the next week. He had eight that season, three of them against the Browns. But, yeah, Bayard's, Bayard's a stud. Yeah, that's – He was first-team All-Pro in still get 21. <laughs> Kessler, <laughs> Kaiser. Oh, my God. That game was, that game was so bad. He said, and and we, had, we had about 18 chances to win that oh game my goodness. before we even got to overtime. Yeah. We couldn't score a touchdown. No. God, that's brutal. Yeah. Uh, more from last night's show. Here's our guy, Steve Smith Sr., uh, talking about the Browns draft class. Uh, the Cleveland Browns, because I'm a former Baltimore Raven, I got to give them a C-, and that's just, <laughs> just kind of how it is. And the only reason it's a C-minus is because they listened to me with Cedric uh, Tillman, that, type, that wide receiver out of Tennessee. He didn't get a lot of credit like Jalen Hyatt with speed, but he's a solidified number uh, two, a X receiver, has the ability to stationary stand. He's a big body guy. He's fought through injuries, but also too, I also love that uh, the Cincinnati, the, the Cleveland Browns also got the quarterback from UCLA, uh, DTR, that a young guy that has the ability to learn and develop. We know this offense, uh, I like that. Under Kevin Stefanski is all about understanding and mastering the system and gives a young guy an opportunity to master it and also understand that this offense is also ran all around the league. So he may not have success with the Cleveland Browns because of that massive contract with Deshaun Watson, but he has the ability to maybe play for some other teams as well because yeah. this offense is ran all around the league. So taking that rivalry curve out of it, that C-minus appears to be maybe an A-minus yeah. if Fair. we're not grading on the curve that, that, here. That's what I'm saying. It's a lot of no. hate in the building. It's a lot of hate in the building, man. Great here. So that that's like a walk down memory lane. Number one, I get nostalgic for Steve and Irv. And, Love it. And Hoff because that was such a great pregame show that they yes, did. Yes, agreed. And, the amount of times that you would watch that show and just die laughing at Pure what joy. was said and Hoff's reaction to what was said and Irvin Smith tried to out Irvin Steve Smith each other was just absolutely priceless. Uh, and then the other thing is my guy Omar Ruiz on there. Yeah, he's, he's I heard Omar. Oh, yeah. He's, he's great. He's a great guy. Um, so that's good. Good stuff out of out of Steve on, on that side of things. Mr. Z. Yeah, so I teased the, the wings 
that yeah. are going on. So there were wings today in the cafe. Lavelle is running the show at an, a high level. No surprise. Very elite whatsoever. level. Crushing. But today. Probably one of the more elite humans I've, I've come across. They were made with the chef's secret rub. Okay. Secret. Okay. And so Lavelle is enlisting all of us who have had it to try to ascertain what's in there. He said he's been tasting the rub on its own, trying to come with it. Should have brought guesses. Bishop a wing. He said so the chef helped us here. Yeah. So so, so maybe so what? Maybe somebody's listening. Maybe will somebody will bring one over to the undisclosed undisclosed location. Well, it sounds like you're giving away clues. Well, maybe th- listen. <laughs> the cars they have the ability to drive. Uber. 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 Yeah. You could Uber. Nonetheless, maybe they'll back. They in. were. <laughs> They were for a dry rubbed wing. That was one of the best wings. That so I give had. me the it taste profile. What am so I dealing with? We've there's definitely some sugar in it. I think some brown sugar for yes. sure. Yes. Okay. I got a little bit of that. It was a nice crust on a the nice wing. crust. Definitely, obviously salt, salt pepper. pepper. I I think maybe maybe a, a hint of paprika. A little spice, yeah. a little smoke, maybe a little hint yeah, of that. Yeah, I could do that. I was at first, I was like. Cumin? Nah. Nah, I, I get a lot so. of chili vibes. That's what I think of when I think of uh, cumin. Same, yeah. So it's the most distinctive of the spices and chilies. Yeah. Is cumin, cumin, yeah. But I think it was just because the, the wing was There might have been hot, some. Like there might have been. Warm temperature Yeah, yeah, yeah. He might have had a special, like, a honey salt, too. There could have been a honey. You could see a honey. Any something. chipotle? Nothing on no, that? No. No. No chipotle. Pretty straight. It might be all that was in there. Whatever. I mean, we we might be overthinking. Good. The rub it was really good. Good. I got to tell you something. I've At never. I've I've cooked a lot of things in my time. I've never cooked wings. I've sous vide them once. Okay. Super easy sous vide them, and then you. Toss How do you get the crispy? So you can finish it in the oven. I did it on the grill because I like grilled wings. Okay. So I sous vide them and then rubbed them with a barbecue sauce, grilled. You got a nice. Grilled flip flip. Got a nice char on nice them. And the then VIP, I put them back. My favorite, uh, one of my favorite little dive bars. We love the VIP. They do the they do the grills on they they do the grill uh, the wings on the griddle and then take them over to the the grill for the for the final for touch. The sear. And I put it back in my thing, shake it around in some more sauce, boom, and you're done. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I've never made them. Never never have. Yeah, I should smoke some though. I do like smoked wings. They're easy to do. That feels like an easy one to do. Yes. Yeah. I'm the smoker. I've decided I love my smoker, but I only am interested in doing things that are like that are easy where I just put it in and it just does it. The, the idea of like coming in and then tenting it and then taking it out and putting it in a fridge and then back. That's a t- mood, like, man. That's you start not, doing that type of stuff. That's a full day. That's not my mood. No. Yeah. That's and a, if you're looking, very, you're not cooking. Yeah. Like leave it alone. Put it in. Let it go. I like that line. I'd like that on a T-shirt. Put put that on. Uh, one of those giant, uh, like, what are those? Those the bib, like apron. Yeah, the bib. If you're looking, you're, yeah, you're not cooking. Th- yeah, that's what I want for Gibby. It reminds me of something that my uh, buddy's dad in high school, the great Big Lou, once said. When somebody asked, we well, you know we come back after college and we're drinking, somebody's like, oh, how many of you had blah blah blah? And Big Lou looked at him. I'm pretty sure it was Vince. It had to be Vince. He looked at him. He goes, "Drinkers never count, and counters never drink." <laughs> <laughs> The waffle. Big Lou had yep. that for the waffle. Yeah, that for the waffle. Yeah. Wow. Big Lou was formidable. <laughs> Big Lou sounds. Big like Lou was formidable. It, I, yeah. There's a there's a there's a picture in my head. That's for sure. Well, it can go uh, two ways. Big yep. Lou can either be huge or it could be or, or the other. 
He's not. He wasn't a huge guy. He was Lou. Yeah. Was his and he was Mark's Lou dad. Feared but nobody. we just called him Big Lou, and he feared nobody. No, like a Vietnam vet. Yeah. Enjoyed time in his garage, just like a classic. You, Big Lou. Enjoyed time in his garage. He did. He enjoyed time in his garage. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he loved to sit in his garage. No, I, I think you like, painted an accurate picture. Yes. It was his, my Big Lou was my my buddy's dad, Skip West, Vietnam vet, pretty extensive arsenal of weaponry, um, and spent a lot of time in his garage. Big Lou was also good pool player, loved the 49ers, and so they had tons of memorabilia, and he was like always had the latest stuff. He had a satellite dish. Oh yeah, when yeah. nobody had a satellite dish, he had a laser disc player. You remember oh, those? Yeah, God, a laser disc for the for the kids those out were huge, there. Huge, weren't they? Who might not the even size know what like records? It was the size of a record, but it was a DVD. It was basically looked a like giant a DVD. DVD. It was there a was a legit. DVD. There was a time and there was a legitimate like which technology are we going to choose the DVD or the the laser disc? We weren't sure and which the laser way we were was going. too big. It was like VHS. Yeah, and beta. Was, you would never ever choose the more. No, it was it difficult was to handle record. operation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Big Lou always had nice technology. Big Lou, that's pretty tremendous. Great. Yeah. By the way, that's another that pool. That, that's another sport that people of that generation were just great at. Like I think there must have been something in the seventies uh, or eighties, and I don't know if it was or the like, pool halls. Yeah, the pool halls, like the Sting. I don't know what it was, but there was something about that time. Where you, that's what you did. That's what you did for social. Like you went and played pool at bars. Yeah, like pool leagues, like that type of stuff. I played a lot of pool in my college, post college. Also a lot of darts. We'd go to Rosen Crown, which was a, yeah, an English yeah. You like the little darts? That's a good time. Darts, play yeah. some pool. I have a pool house and a pool table in my house now. I love it. No, it I is. But you don't fun. hear people like doing it, like go out and play pool. People no. have it in their house, and everybody when they see it, they want to play it. Yes. But in terms of like people going out and. Like, this is what we're doing on a Saturday. We're going to a pool hall. Yeah, like when I was in high school, we'd go to the bowling alley. That's big in the 70s and 80s, and that that carries it. There are a lot of scenes in various films that begin in a pool hall. That's right. That's right. All right, we will get back to the schedule uh, coming up next. Some of the uh, 14 matchups from last season. Uh, The games were most excited. The teams were most excited to see. Five. Five. We kicked it it forward. Nobody would have known. Nobody would have known. Yep. Yeah, bae. No, you're going to get your big reveal coming up next. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. 
New way to cheer on your Cleveland Browns, the help of your favorite four-legged companion, Barking Backers, presented by Milkbone, the Browns' newest club for pet parents worldwide. Sign up today at BarkingBackers.com. Barking Backers, the fan club for dogs. Schedule release in its entirety tomorrow. Um, this season's schedule will feature 14 playoff rematches from last season, the most in NFL history. Uh, Chiefs-Eagles, of course, you're going to have that one. Both conference championship games will get to be played again. All four division games, Bengals and Bills, chiefs and Jaguars, boy, Chiefs have an ambitious schedule, man. Yes. Cowboys and 49ers and Giants and Eagles. Man, they play everybody. So the Eagles they have play a tough the, schedule, too. The, there so the, is a the strength Chiefs, of schedule piece that's Chiefs coming have up to later in the show. It's crazy. The Eagles are one, I think. Uh, yes. Maybe just because the NFC East is tougher than the West now is yeah. the perception. Well, and I think they're a conference. They're a non-conference match. I think they match up together. Oh, so they, they have all the one. They get all the, whatever it is. Theirs is theirs is their stuff. The Chiefs are right up there, but I, I mean, think they're cow, like Bengals, Bills, I'll send you, Eagles. I'll send you that. I'm right pretty now. sure they're right that's, up there. That's right up there. Uh, all right, so here is the task. Should we choose to accept it? Excluding the Browns, give me your top five teams who deserve the most primetime games. Chiefs, Chiefs, Eagles, Eagles deserve the most. Jets. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Bengals, then probably Niners. Niners, yeah. And then that fifth one, though, could be Bills. Bills. It could be Cowboys. So, I mean, Cowboys were still, what, like 12 and 5 last year? Here's, here's the crazy thing. The Dallas, if you were drafting NFL games, you would draft the Dallas Cowboys first always because they rate no matter what. We might be second. We rate, baby. Well, the Steelers are way up there, and the Packers are way up yeah. there, and we're in the mix, um, certainly. Um, I do think the Chiefs have, are becoming like they feel like they're ascending to that level with Mahomes and the fact that they have it's a great fan see. base anyway. Yeah. Um, there's a, there is a must-see factor to that. What are the – so deserve the most or I think will get the most are a little different too. What are the five teams you're most interested in seeing? I like that. It's a good question. So, regardless of if I think they're necessarily Super Bowl contender teams, that I don't I, even I, care about that. Like, of course, we want to watch Mahomes. He's fun to watch. But I mean, like, five teams you're most interested to see. Like, week one, if we were off on Sunday, and regardless of who, what the, who they're playing, who would you seek out to see what so it looks like? So taking teams that we just set out of it. You don't have no because the Jets would be the number one team for me okay. to see. Right. I would like to see Rodgers with the Jets. I want to see what that I'd looks like. I'd like to watch the Jets. I would like to watch the Chargers. I love watching. I love watching Herbert throw the football. Um, I had a good the one Dolphins. a second ago. The Dolphins. I think the Dolphins are entertaining. They They're are fun. entertaining. I'd like to watch the Ravens. I'm curious to see what this looks like with Todd Munkin calling the plays. Yeah. And now that they have three real receivers. Yep. What does this actually look like for them? Yeah. I think they're an interesting team. I think the um, – Like, I'm curious what Russell Wilson looks like with, with Denver. Yeah. And I'm also curious, week seven and beyond, I want to watch the Lions when they get Jameson Williams back. Yeah. I think the Bears are a lot of fun to see what they look like. Could be, With yes. DJ Moore and um, Fields. what Fields. Fields looks like with – you know, back-to-back. Back. To me, you also have to throw out his first year. Yeah. It's kind of like the Trevor Lawrence thing. I'll like, because Nagy was – I mean, that's Jacks, You mentioned tra- uh, Jacks. Jag, Jag, I want to watch Jacks the Jags. will be fun. Yeah. And I want to watch – I think the Seahawks are going to be fun. If Geno is 
even a lot remotely of like he was a year ago. They've got Walker and Charbonnet yeah. in the backfield, and now their trio of receivers is DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and Jackson Smith. That's filthy. It's filthy. Yeah. They're going to be a fun team to watch. Yeah. I think you know it because you pay close attention to fantasy, um, but if we did guess the stats with Justin Fields last year, I don't think people would have a clue what he did statistically. In terms of the good or the bad? Both. So, touchdowns accounted for. He's more than Herbert. He's He threw for 22. The percentage is not great. Was, 60% completion. It's 2,200 yards, 17 touchdowns, 11 picks. He ran for 1,100 yeah, yards. I knew it was around. I thought maybe 1,200. Yeah. It's just shy of yeah, 1,200 yards. Set, did he set the record or he He's came close to He's below Lamar. I think yeah. Lamar was He came close to it, but he had the stretch yeah. where he had – then he had set a record for you know consecutive, I want to say, 100-yard games yeah. as a quarterback. So he, he put this together with one of the worst offensive lines that's drastically improved. And no weapons. And no weapons. And now he has DJ Moore and a full season with Claypool, who I think obviously clearly they overpaid for, but he's competent, and you get a full season. I didn't realize this. He was ninth in the MVP voting last year. Yeah. Fields was. Took a league high fifty five sacks last yeah. year. <laughs> for sure. He ran fumbled it a lot too. He ran put for them all on the ground. 11, a lot. 11 43, eight touchdowns, averaged seven yards a carry, which led the NFL. Fumbles. He was um, high. Like a lot of fumbles. Lost uh he had sixteen fumbles, lost eight of them. So I mean, there was a lot of good and a lot of a lot of bad, but definitely a talented kid. Yeah, he'll be fun to watch. The evolution of, you know, Trevor Lawrence continues to – and now they get – I'm curious to see what Calvin Ridley does with them. I think that is going to be a fascinating team to watch. And then I'm also curious to watch – I'm curious to watch the Steelers, to be honest with you, because <clears throat> they've got a lot of things in place, but they do not have the quarterback as of right now. No. No. True. I, I see agree. somebody coming this way. Is somebody bringing a wing? Connor with a K. Does he have a wing? No. Is he in an earth tone? Yes. yes. Well, more gray. He just changed. He walked out. He was. Oh, he got a call. Unprecedented move. I think he's in grays today. Just as he got to the door, he got a call. So, he, yeah, there's an audible there out of him. Yeah, he's in grays. Are you interested at all in watching the Packers without Aaron Rodgers? No. Not really. I mean, yeah, there'll be either. a curiosity to it. Sure. There'll be a little curiosity to it, but but not much. I mean, I I could do – I'll tell you, you flip it the other way, like teams I have no interest in watching, New England is at the top of that list. I better not see them anywhere. I don't want to see them on primetime. I don't want to see them anywhere. That's god-awful. Nothing not there. Uh, Tennessee doesn't interest me unless they move on to Levis. Um, Arizona without Kyler is god-awful. Nope. Uh, Tampa Bay is bad. There's nothing there for me. Um, Vikings are moving to that territory. Although Jefferson's still so fun. Jefferson. I don't like watching yes. the Giants. I don't like watching Washington. No, like when they announced like got Giants, fun players, Eagles. On... It's Sam Howell, though. Like I like watching Could offense. Could be Jacoby. I don't, like, I don't like watching. Okay. Terry McLaurin. He's Dotson. a nice guy, but like it's not must-see. No. I think one of the teams that I'm, you know, that I'm very curious what they do with them is the Ramets. So, L.A. market, healthy Stafford, disastrous season from a year ago. Do they 
you have to have them in prime time. They're the Super Bowl champion from two years ago, but you got to do it early because who knows if Stafford stays healthy. I think they're what they are. I think will be fascinating how their season goes. I think they're. I think they're going to be. I think they're cooked too, but like cooked. I am. I think the Saints are an interesting team to watch. Yeah. It's, Connor says it smells like vomit in here. That's just Gibby. I showered today, man. Here? <laughs> of course he showered here. He wants to help out laundry. So there's, there's towels. Showering here. Oh, there's running, a bat towel. Who used running that? Running his double life over here. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not Gibby. smelling anything. No, I don't know. Is it the check? For, is it come from the garbage over there? Could have been. I mean, I haven't taken it out since. Well, I haven't taken out the garbage since last Friday. It's fine. But it's in a cupboard. Like, check the garbage over there, Connor. That's not great. I mean, you can't have that. We're trying to do a show here, though. And the guys yeah, I don't know that it's the right time to do it, to be honest, Connor, with, with the smell. K. It's not. In your, in your monotone gray. I don't know that you can come in here monochromatically <laughs> and start talking about smelling of vomit in the middle of a segment. I don't right. know that that's ideal. We're trying to do a show. Yeah, we're, we're here entertaining we're the masses beats. at the undisclosed location. So I don't, I don't know that we can have all of that. I, in fact, I want to go to break so we can talk to Connor. Fine. We will go to break. <laughs> Second hour coming up next. Uh, have a little fun with 4,000-yard passers. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Ballybet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Ballybet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. All right, second hour here on a first Friday. Schedule release coming for tomorrow. We uh, talked about some of the international games that are released, some of the other uh, one-off games, be it uh, the, the New Year's Eve game between the uh, the Bengals and the Chiefs, uh, in addition to the Jets and the Dolphins on Black Friday. So some mm. of those details are out, uh, but you will get the full. Is, will it, is this something where it's just going to leak a little bit up until? I still, th- I think that there can be a couple more that get released tomorrow, like uh-huh. on the Today Show, because oh, sure, NBC yeah. hasn't done theirs. Like, Everyone I think CBS did one that was their yeah. New Year's Eve game with Bengals and Chiefs, and yeah. then Fox did one. I think, I think uh, NBC still gets one, and I think there's one other one tomorrow morning. This would, this is my uh, my advice to the National Football League to drum up interest in this. Mm-hmm. Hold the opponents until the release. So you drop half of the match. Who you play and when you play at the same time. They can't because it's all scheduled out. Like, you know, for the next, you know, the basic opponents for the next eight years because it rotates in your conference, yeah. which divisions you play every year. Same with your it's NFC division. Up, isn't it? So the and only it's thing all based on. And then the only games that you don't know until the end of the season, but you can figure it out pretty easily because in the AFC you play one division yeah. and then you play the same seed right. in the other two divisions. That you, there's no way to – The only thing I would say, no though, way to not the only pit pushback that I would, I would give to you on that okay. is I wonder how many average fans know that. Or if you revealed it, they would think that that – like who's doing the math on all that? We are because it's the job, yeah. right? But, like, if you're not diehard or someone who's an employee, are you are you paying attention to that? 
Uh, as closely. My guess is maybe no. not, but I know that you can. I'm just going to do a quick Google search right now. Mm-hmm. If I put in future Cleveland Browns opponents, future football schedules, you go on here and you go to the Browns future schedules. It takes two seconds, and then you basically have. No, no. What I'm saying though is you're basically creating. It's an illusion, Michael. <laughs> I mean, I guess you're creating an illusion. <laughs> I guess you are, but you know, Give it got it. Give it got it. You already know. <laughs> no, I know, I understand. Like, if, I, I get it that that we would Man, know. Twenty twenty four is our just as a as an FYI. Twenty twenty four, we play the AFC West and the NFC East. Ugh, that's going to be awful travel. Uh, Commanders and Eagles, Vegas and Denver away. <laughs> Chargers, Chiefs, Cowboys, Giants here. Have we? Have you guys done Vegas yet? No, no. That'll be the first. So that'll be the first Vegas trip. That'll be the first Vegas. There's, I'll two, be, there's uh, two stadiums I haven't been to. Can't believe we have to go back to Vegas. Washington again. You've never been to Dallas? No. We. How's so that possible? They played That's here, COVID. and COVID. then COVID. You're there once. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was the COVID. NFC you been, teams. You're there. You're were you, there. You were there though. Yeah, I've been down there once. You were there for the COVID year? No, no. he was there no. for WrestleMania. Yeah, you've oh. only been. You only go to NFC teams in the past. In the past, before they had the extra game, mm-hmm. it was once every eight years you were at an NFC team. Okay. So it's a, a pretty big yeah. time frame. And then, so it is 2020. So the previous time before that was 2012. But now, like this will be 24, so 2028 will be there again. But now you have a chance with that bonus game to get to somebody pr- sooner than that. But if you never bonus game somebody in the NFC, it's once every eight years you're there. Like when we went to Carolina to open the season last year, that was the first time we'd been there since 2014 when Johnny Manziel started at quarterback for us. I got you. Um, all right, so this is the this is CBS Sports with the strength of schedule for all 32 teams. Uh, here's a few takeaways per Gibbe. It's been 20 years since the NFC East produced a repeat champion. Wow. The Eagles have the toughest strength of schedule, so if anything, that would maybe play into that not being the case. Dallas would have to catch them. Uh, the Eagles and Dolphins are the only teams who have a strength of schedule above 550 on the win percentage. Um, more from the Eagles' schedule. Six of their eight home games are versus playoff teams. The easiest strength of schedule belongs to Atlanta at 4417. Uh, the Falcons only play four 2022 playoff teams, the lowest number that a team can play based on the current schedule formula. The Saints are there as well at 427, second easiest schedule. Um, the Falcons feel to me like they're going to run themselves into the playoffs and then get beaten by like a thousand when they play a real team. <laughs> well, either that, yeah, that, and that's I mean, happened before. Oh yeah, yeah. Them or the, I mean, them or the Saints are winning that division. Look, the strength of schedule is silly because number one, year to year, doesn't carry over. But number two, the top eight teams all come from the NFC East or the AFC East. Right. The bottom two. The other, the other thing is, is you're basing it off last year's records, right? So, yes. like, for example, yes. like, we play the Jets. Yep. That's a very different game now than it was course, a month ago. Yes. So, And the bottom six teams are all from the AFC or NFC South. Yeah, the the Browns opponent. Oh, ours is, ours is favorable on paper. Yeah, 26th. Yeah, I don't find I, – I We're don't, the same spot, the Steelers, us. So, it's based I, on where you are. I mean, I yeah. just thought it was some interesting – like, some of these factoids. Saints-Falcons, over the past seven years, at least one team playing one of the two easiest schedules has made the postseason. I so bet on the Saints. You. Yeah. I mean, they got competent quarterback play. That feels like a win yep. uh, to me. 
I'll tell you, if the let's just take it at face value. I mean, okay. if you pick a team that didn't make the postseason last year that based on this should, it's us. We're 26th easiest schedule. We have a full season of Deshaun Watson and a roster that's mostly in its prime. If yep. there's anybody to make a leap, it's the Cleveland Browns who on this thing are 26th. Let's go, baby. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anybody else who missed the post. Like the Lions with the 20th easiest schedule. Somebody in the NFC North is going to take advantage of that because they're all kind of bunched together. So they have, so that's another one. Like they have the Chiefs 16, and yet the Chiefs play Miami, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Eagles. So it must be because they play the AFC East or the NFC. They play the, so they play the NFC East. Which team? how do the Chiefs have the 16th easiest when they play the three best? They play the best teams in the AFC, which are the best teams in football, and they play Philly, who might be the most talented team in the league. Denver's got because Denver's record wasn't great. The highest, the toughest one in their division is the Raiders at tenth. Broncos are twelfth. So the Chiefs' opponents, home games: Broncos, Chargers, Raiders, Bills, Bengals, <laughs> Dolphins, Bears, Lions, Eagles. So the Bears, Bears, Lions. Road games are Denver, Raiders, Chargers, Jacksonville. Patriots, Jets, Packers, Vikings. They play the Jets too. Yeah, yeah. they play the NFC East, the whole NFC East, and they AFC play East, the yeah. AFC East. I mean, the, and NFC, the North. AFC North. That's what helps. So it's them. the NFC, NFC North, North is what gives them the benefit. Yeah, but they play every great team in the AFC yes. except for us. Yeah, yeah. And the, do they play Baltimore? No. Don't play us or Baltimore. No, they play just Cincy from us. Yeah. Wow. So you try to tell me that that's not – I don't know. That seems pretty difficult. By the way, there's a note, and this is from Jimmy Trena All regarding right. the schedule, that I didn't realize. Okay. ESPN will get three Monday night doubleheaders this season. I knew that that was in it. I didn't know that it happened this year. Technically, okay. they're not doubleheaders, he says, because they will overlap with games starting, for example, at 7 and 8.30, but you get the idea. Three Mondays during the regular season will feature two games at night, one on ABC, the other on ESPN. Buck and Aikman have the call for one game. Chris Fowler and company handle the play-by-play for the secondary game. So that Fowler promotion looks pretty good because I bet he calls the ESPN Plus game too. He will, yeah. I mean, that's at well, least – Well, no, not he's not going to Europe. He'll have a college football game that day. Maybe he doesn't do college football. I think he's the priority has to be because he's that's the prime time. This is the first year, but he's the number two ESPN NFL guy. Yeah, but he's the number one voice of prime time ABC. I don't know. There's going to be more eyes on prime time ABC college football than there's going to be on ESPN Plus game. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I mean, plus this is the first year of the SEC package for them. I don't know. So. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. Um, Guys, I got a wild story from the world of sports. One of our our heroes, Bo Jackson. Hmm? What happened? Do you know about this? No, go. Bo Jackson has been suffering from hiccups for nearly a year. 
What are you talking about? Bo Jackson explained his absence from the dedication of the Frank Thomas statue outside Plainsman Park during Auburn Day festivities last month was because he was been dealing with an unusual medical condition. Appearing on McElroy and Kubelik in the morning on Birmingham's radio station, Jackson said he's been suffering from chronic hiccups for nearly a year. Said, I wasn't there because I'm dealing with hiccups. I've had the hiccups since last July. I'm getting Come a medical on. procedure done at the end of the week, I think, to try to remedy it. I've been busy sitting at the doctors, poking me, shining lights down my throat, probing me everywhere they can to find out why I've got these hiccups. That's the only reason that I wasn't there. I've done everything. Scare me. Hang me upside down. Drink water. Smell the butt of a porcupine. It doesn't work. <laughs> this is our direct, these are direct quotes. Yeah. This is, yeah. There it is. Wait. What? What is? What does the butt of a porcupine have to do with? Apparently that's a way to cure hiccups. Didn't work for him. But now he's going to play in this pro-am following this procedure. He's playing with Ernie Els. They asked him about his golf game, said it stinks as usual, nothing to brag about it. Put it to you this way, if golf was throwing rocks, I'd be the baddest man on the planet. I'd be the baddest man on the planet, but I quit throwing rocks because I got into too much trouble. If I play too much golf, I'm going to get in trouble. So every now and then someone will call me, hey, you want to play? So I pick up the sticks and I go play, and I don't play well. I want to go back to this quote again. I've done everything. Scare me. Hang me upside down. Drink water. Smell the butt of a porcupine. It <laughs> That's the one work. I don't get. I don't understand. I've never heard that. Do you guys have a, a hiccup cure? I, I usually yeah, just I, I'm usually upside down. I try to get upside down, like on the on an inversion table or like over the side of my bed. Just lean over. I usually just try to scare somebody or have somebody scare me, which startled me. <gasps> and that's done. Tablespoon of peanut butter. That'll do it. Really? Every time. Every time. Tell Bo Jackson that he didn't list that. He, he, didn't he list went, that. Yeah. He went to a porcupine's buttocks. Yeah. Like, before. Yeah, he that did seems that. like I'd I'd do the peanut butter trick before. But, yeah, you do that. There's something. I don't know what it is. Let's just say. Let me just say this. So you said since last July. Yeah. How long consecutively would you have the hiccups before you had the procedure? Like, I don't know if I could go more than, like, two weeks without yeah. a day. Like, it, I'd be like, what is – I mean, so obviously you went to a lot of doctors. But, like, as soon as there was like, hey, this is what we could do to do it, I'd be like, yep, done. I'm not waiting, no 10 months with hiccups. So when you Google, uh, that's what I'm. When you Google "smell a porcupine's butt and hiccups," all that comes up is Bo Jackson doing it. <laughs> Nowhere does it say that this might be a home nope. remedy. Oh, by the way, <clears throat> all right. So this is Incredible. from SB Nation. There is no evidence that smelling any animal's rear end can cure hiccups. No. But broadly speaking, Bo could have just been using this for shorthand as a way to say, "I've tried everything." Let's hope. That's a weird place to go to, though. <laughs> well, I just saw one cure, and we're not going to talk about that. On can't the do that. <laughs> oh, God. I can't wait to hear what it is. Give it. <laughs> All right. I'm done looking. When have you heard Gibby get that excited? Done he was really excited about I am, that. Uh, I'm done looking up things. That's, All right. That's where we're at. Coming up next. Um, the 4,000-yard club. The 4,000-yard club is coming up yes. next. You're to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Renew your home for the last time with the Renew Home Exteriors Siding and Roofing Products. Bo here from my great friends at Renew Home Exteriors and the team. Don't spend all day with high-pressure sales, guys. Why would you? Your time is too precious. The team at Renew will not waste your day with hours of negotiating. Instead, you're going to get an upfront fair price to make your project easy. This month, take advantage of pre-pandemic pricing plus no interest or payments for 24 months. Renew Home Exteriors, superior products, superior service. Visit RenewEstimate.com for more. All right, so um, did we did we talk about the Hoff? Did anybody see the video of the Hoff throwing out the first pitch? I have not seen a video. I have, his follow-through is gorgeous. Like, his release looks Form was great. I was talking with him last night. He said, uh, he said, fake it till you make it. I said that the form was legit, and he said, I haven't played, thrown a baseball in 28 years. Looked pretty good to me, but with no video, so I'm curious – my favorite thing is he put it uh, – then the other thing I saw from him today is, like, he's giving back to, like, his hometown, and there's a picture of him as a high from school high basketball school. player. Yes. Very good. The, 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 the very, And a very strong goatee – not even goatee. Like, what is that when it's just the chin and no mustache? Very strong look. I don't know what that's called. It's a that goatee. A big it still thing. is a goatee. I had it, Doesn't a goatee have to be this? Does it have to be? I thought. I had just for a while. There we was all a time had in that. my life where I had just the chin. In the, the early 20s when we when you couldn't go full and you would just do the. Just the chin. Just the chin. Yeah. <clears throat> was that like a Backstreet Boys thing? In Probably. I don't know. But it was certainly no, a thing. But it was a thing. <laughs> it was a thing to have that little <laughs> thing down there. All right. Um. Andrew Marshan from a couple of hours ago, very unlikely the Pac-12 and Amazon will work out a deal for any game. The Pac-12 is borderline cooked. Sad. I don't want that to happen. Yeah, I don't know. There's no real – there's not a real solution for that. No. I wonder if you could guess which NFL reporter tweeted this out. I've heard from three reliable sources in NFL front offices that Tim Tebow is one of the hottest names remaining on the free agent oh, market. Oh, yeah. I would expect a quarterback-needy team to sign <clears throat> Tebow to a multi-year deal soon. One of the most reputable <laughs> – AC. Sure. He's so good. <laughs> oh, He's just geez. a content machine. He really is. All right, so this is from the 33rd team. They listed every team's last 4,000-yard passer. Um, I would not have guessed that ours had to go back to 1980 for Brian Sykes. Correct. I would not have thought I that. Thought my, my guess for us would have been Derek Anderson. 2007. That would have been my guess. 3,900. He was like 3,907, I want to say. Okay. I don't know if that's right. Yeah, this is this is not a game that that I can play with this man because this is a man who's done fantasy for twenty years. So you have all of the statistics. Yeah, I want to see how many of them I can get, though. I'm curious. I, think uh, I mean, since, since, since ninety nine, only two thousand seven would be in play. But the fact that Bernard never we just didn't close. throw it that way. I mean, like like Marino threw for five thousand and eighty four, which is a Babe Ruth sixty home runs type record. That in that era, he threw for five thousand yards. Um, yeah, it just was so rare to get to that high. I mean, how many times did Joe Montana throw for four thousand? I'm yards? pulling that up. I wouldn't say zero. I don't think any. maybe once. I don't think it any. wasn't much. I don't think any. Yeah, his best was thirty nine ten and eighty three and thirty nine forty four in nineteen ninety. Yeah, that's it. Just it. didn't do it. Just it. It wasn't done. Yeah, it wasn't done. No. All right. So do you want to see you? You want to see how many of them I can get? Well, let's just try. Do you want to go? Both I'll of go us team, team by team. All right, go. We've got time, yeah, so go. let's knock let's it out. Last 4,000-yard passer per team. Yes. Okay. We'll start off. A little travel music, Paulus, please. Thank you when you get a chance. Uh, Arizona, the Cardinals. Palmer. 
Yes. Correct. Ding. You can, you can do the next one first. The Atlanta Falcons. Matty Ice. Yes, 2020. The Baltimore Ravens. <clears throat> Don't overthink it. Only is been it around since 99. No. Is or 97, 98, whatever. Just Flacco? 97? Yes. Yes. Has to be. Correct. Flacco got 4,000, huh? 2016. Huh. Boy, that's I wouldn't have I wouldn't have thought that he had was that prolific that late into the career. Uh Buffalo. Josh Allen. There you go. The Carolina Panthers. Is this mine to go first? DeLome? No. Steve Berline. No. Cam Newton. Yes. Cam, Cam threw for four. Yeah, two thousand and eleven. Cam, Cam did oh, it. Oh, when he won the MVP. Cam did it, yeah. Cam did it. So he threw for four and he must have ran for damn near a thousand that year, huh? Jeez. What a not year. too shabby. <clears throat> I did not know that he threw for 4,000 yards. That was his rookie year. His rookie yeah. threw for 4,000? He threw for like 500 yards, I want to say, in his first game. That's the only time he ever threw for 4,000. He threw for 4,051. His first game, let's see. I'm going to see if I can pull the game logs real quickly while I talk through this. In my mind, his first game in 2011 was against the Arizona Cardinals, and he threw for like 400 and something yards. Steve Smith had 200 and something yards okay. in that game. Arizona, got it. 24 of 37, 422 and two touchdowns. Followed that up week two against Green Bay, 28 of 46, 432, a touchdown and three picks. Yeah, I remember he was a bonanza. And then he had 374 against Chicago week three. So he went 422, 432, 158, 374. He did not have another 300-yard game. Finished the season with three straight under 175, but threw 4,051. He also ran that season. It was his rookie year. He ran for 706 and 14. Whew. Bit of a fantasy game changer there. Yeah. Yeah. He was um, – I mean, he could spin it. He threw it so hard before yeah. he before the injury stacked. Yes. 422, Steve Smith, Arizona. I remember there is game. one team that's never had a 4,000-yard passer. Bears. It is the Chicago Bears. Yep. Cincinnati. Burrow. There you go. A year ago. The Dallas Cowboys. Dak. Dak. 21. Uh, 21, the, they had the best offense in Cowboys history by a wide margin. Yes. Yeah, he was – well, the, the year that he got hurt, he was on pace to throw for like 7,000 yards that year that he got hurt. Yeah. Uh, the Denver Broncos. The Denver Manning? Broncos. Manning? Peyton yeah. Manning yeah. in 2014. That yeah. was the year that then they got smoked by the Seahawks yeah. in the Super yeah. Bowl. Uh, the, he still holds the record, by the way, doesn't he, for most passing yards in a season? That year with in Denver. Uh, Denver. I don't It's either him or Breeze. No. I feel like Breeze made a run. It's either him or Breeze. Uh, the Detroit Lions. Jared Goff last year. There you go. Oh, my God. No, it was, yeah, Breeze. It, he I was going to say there was Breeze. a moment because Peyton did it. Oh, no, 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 no. The record for passing yards in the season is held by Peyton Manning, mm -hmm. who threw for 5,477 yards. Yep. Okay, so he still has that one. Breeze has five 5,000-yard seasons. Uh, but Manning had 54-77. The Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers. 21. Uh, the Houston Texans. Our guy. Correct. Yeah, Deshaun Watson. 2020. Uh, the he led the league in passing, 4,800 yards. Yeah. The Indianapolis Colts. Luck. Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers. Rivers got 2020, huh? which I didn't think he had a great year that year, but the hell do I know? The Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence last year. There you go. 
We obviously know who Kansas City's last 4,000-yard passer was. Rivers, Rivers' last season of his career, 4,169. From 2013 to 2020, he threw for 4,500, 4,300, 4,800, 4,400, 4,500, 4,400, 4,600, and 4,200. His, his, like, what to do with him historically is hard. Pretty tough. 63, 65% completions for his career, 63,000 yards passing, 421 touchdowns, 209 picks, quarterback rating for his career of just over 95. Like, he is going to, he is so much statistically superior to Eli Manning, but Manning's got the two Super Bowls. Sixth all-time in career passing. What did you say that? Yards, was a two touchdowns. to one career touchdown to yeah. interception. Yeah, sixth all time in touchdowns, sixth all time in passing yards. Jeez. We obviously know Mahomes from KC. Yep. Uh, the Raiders last four thousand yard passer. Car. Car. Twenty one. The Chargers. Herbert. Herbert. There you go. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams. Stafford. Stafford. Twenty one. Uh, the Miami. The Miami Dolphins. This one might be tough. Miami Dolphins. Tannehill? Did he get there? Yeah. 2015. I would not have guessed that. Well done. Uh, The Minnesota Vikings. Pretty wild they punted on him. And when they punted on him, he had... He was like had the best win right. percentage. Yes. Of like they didn't re- need to do that. They no. could have just built it. They had him. He was, you know, he knew how to win big games. He had back to back four thousand yard seasons for them. By the way, he throws for forty four thousand forty five twenty seven touchdowns, twelve picks in fourteen, forty two hundred twenty four and twelve in fifteen. Yeah. I mean, his last year there, they go five and six in Miami, and he was sixty-five percent completions, two thousand yards, seventeen touchdowns, nine picks in eleven games. Huh. Hmm. All right, you guys are doing well here on this one. Yeah. Uh, the Patriots, Brady. Tom Brady. Yes, in twenty nineteen, the Saints. Tom Brady's been here twice. Yes, two thousand seventeen for Breeze. Yep. Derek Carr will try to do that uh, this year. The New York Football Giants. Danny Dimes, Dimes right? Did no. Dimes get four? Nope. Didn't so Eli, yeah, Eli, Elijah. 2018, uh, the New York Football Jets. Boy, that's a tricky one. The Jets, J E T S, Favre. No. More recent. No. No. Chad Pennington. No. Good guess. Really? Not Pennington and not far. Vinny Testaverde. No. Ken O'Brien? Keep going. Beyond Ken O'Brien? Yep. I don't even, I got nothing. Joe Namath? No. 1967. Joe Namath threw for 4,000 yards in 1967? According to this. In like 12 games? Yeah. 1967. How about this? The only team with a longer oh drought than God. us. I never would have well, thought. Well, and the Bears. I mean, well, I shouldn't the say Bears, never. Yeah, and the Bears, who never have Five-time Pro Bowler, one-time first-team All-Pro. 1967, in 14 games, he completes 52% of his passes oh for 4,007 yards, 26 touchdowns, and a league-high 28 interceptions. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What a league that was. I, that's Hold unbelievable. On. 
1968, they go 11 and 3. He is the first team All Pro quarterback in the National Football League. 1968. You ready for this? Yep. They go 11 and 3. He completes 49% of his passes for 3,147 yards, 15 touchdowns, 17 picks, and his first team All Pro. Did he ever it's have more touchdowns? You got to Did think. Did he end his career with more interceptions than? Oh yeah. Sure, yeah. 173 touchdowns, 220 <laughs> picks, and he's in the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. But it's a totally different league because no you one can, was You can decapitate it, quarterbacks in that era. You can hit them anywhere you want. Yeah, but he never was you can, good. You can decapitate receivers. He was never good to our standard. Now it's a different standard entirely. If you lead the league. Lead the league in but interceptions they viewed the four way. times in your but, career. But they weren't viewed the way that they were viewed now. Like the I passing guess. game was a different activity. Correct. I mean, you're, you're grabbing receivers. You're getting your oh, yeah. head taken off across the middle. Like Defense can do defense whatever can they do want. Defense can do whatever it wants. Like it's a totally different league. No, no doubt it's a totally different league. Still totally stunning. different. Yeah. Like you can't. Yeah. It's, that, that, it's really like comparing like baseball home or like it's like. So what it's like, it's like Cy Young, 500, yeah. the 500 wins. Like, you can't – it's just not the same sport. Yeah. How about the Philadelphia Eagles? Last 4,000-yard passer. McNabb? Did he ever get there? Nope. Well, I don't know. Oh. But he is not the most recent. Did Foles get there? No. On the 26 touchdown, two picks. 27, two, no. By the way, Nick Foles, more playoff wins than Joe Namath. Less Super Bowl. Oh, same Super Bowls. Equal to Super Bowls. Equal to. Kevin Cobb? More recent. Wentz? Oh, Carson Wentz. Yeah, for sure. 2018. Yeah, Carson Wentz. Uh, the Pukers. Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger. Yep, in 2018. Here you go. The San Francisco 49ers. Last 4,000-yard passer. Garcia? I like that. Jeff Garcia with T.O. I like that. 2,000. I like that. Uh, I like that call. Yeah. That was good. I was, well done. Good pull. It was never Alex Smith. I might have given it away. We're too excited about that. Well, I, that made no, me think I thought Steve you were going to go Steve Young to stick it to him. Uh, is what I thought you were going to That would have been great. Um, so, the I just remember, like, him signing here was a big deal. Yep. Like, mm -hmm. and they thought that that was going to be something. I like your Delhomme call earlier, too. That felt like it. Um, so, Garcia did it once in his career, 42-78 in the year 2000. Did, did Montana? Never. Never. Young? I'm looking at Young. Right good. Okay, I would think so. His 94 season was Was that the ridiculous. Chargers humiliation in the Super Bowl? Yeah. yeah. The well, he had a giant monkey on his back that he had yep. to get off. Steve Young. Zagurus. Steve Young. Two 4,000-yard seasons, one in 1993, which was 4,023, and then in 1998, 4,170. But most of his seasons, 34-65. Give me the 94 stat line. 70% completions, 3,969 yards, 35 touchdowns, 10 picks, quarterback rating of 112.8. He led Jeez. the league in quarterback rating six out of seven years. He was so efficient. Yep. Yeah. He really was. He was unbelievable. He's great. Seattle. <laughs> Four teams left here. Seattle Seahawks, Russell Wilson. No. Hasselbeck. No. no. Oh, Geno Smith this year. Oh, yeah. Silly. There Silly. you go. Yeah. Tampa yeah. Bay. Tom Brady. There you go. So he's two teams on yeah. here. The Tennessee Titans. Air McNair. No. Kerry Collins. No. Tannehill. Earlier. Not Tannehill. Warren Moon with the no, Oilers. No, that's not right. 
That's not right. 1991. The yeah. Tennessee, Tennessee Titans started in when, Tennessee. When Tennessee. Like that's, that's so not they right. have none. None. Tennessee that's the correct answer. I don't care. I don't know the, if Tennessee's had a fourth. Well, yeah, clearly right. not. Yeah. No, that, that's Warren ridiculous. Moon. Warren Moon, a Tennessee Titan. I'm surprised, I'm surprised Air McNair never got there. Uh, Me too. And a little bit. the Washington Commanders slash Redskins back in the day. Well, wow, they've had a lot of incompetent quarterback play. Jeff George? No, he nope. didn't make it even a full season. But I love it. Thank he, you. like Tom Brady, appears twice on this. Wentz? Nope. No, Wentz didn't no, do any Wentz. play enough. No, not last year. Give us another Twice hint. on the list. Mm-hmm. Trying to think of who even quarterback for Washington oh, recently. They've got they've had such Gentlemen, a can I inter interest you in Kirk Cousins? Oh, oh yes. Kirk. Two thousand. You like that? That's a bad job out of us. You like that's that? That's a bad job. Yeah, out that of is us a bad job. Out of us. That. You like that? They've been looking for a quarterback since. What if they just would have stayed with him and just paid him? Yeah, they would. I think they'd probably be in a better spot. I don't know. Yeah. So Air McNair, because I thought he maybe had a chance. Air McNair's best season was 3,387 yards. How about that? Yeah, that was – I mean, he got the Air McNair nickname at Alcorn State. Yeah. It, yep. wasn't, it wasn't in Tennessee. Uh, we'll go around the league coming up next. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio, 1850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. team of injury lawyers dedicated every client every day. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO. Elk and Elk's a proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. Time to go around the league. Hello, Gibby. Hi. Give I basically stole this idea from the Rich Eye. Basically or did? From TJ? Uh, yeah. Nice. Okay. Right. Uh, but, I, and I only. It's radio. I, There's I, nothing. There are no, no new ideas. But I, I thought it was a very cool little thing. I did not take their. I took. One of their questions. I took the first question, and everything else I came up with on my own. Oh, okay. All so, right. uh, these uh, they did a little thing called "What's more likely." Okay, I like that. So I was like, "All right, I can, I can, I can turn this into something here in the middle of May." Let's go. Uh, what's more likely? Lamar Jackson throws for six thousand yards or wins a Super Bowl? Neither, but I think wins Super a Super Bowl, Bowl is, is more far likely. more likely than 6, the other one is zero percent. Yeah. I don't like either one of those options. I don't well, think either just, one's going to happen, but if we have yeah. to choose, it's win a Super Bowl. More likely, yeah. 1% is more likely than 0%. I do, I'm with you, I like, like other than the fact of disliking them uh, a great deal, I am curious how what Todd does with that offense. I am too, but I think there's a lot of assumptions right now being made that Odell can be Odell. Odell oh, no, again. no, I don't even care about the Odell pack. I just like how they go about – what's their operation look right. like with Monk? Is like, there still a lot of the card? What's the, what? How does he make the most of that skill set? Agreed. Going forward, from this day forward, who's likely to win more consecutive playoff games? Jordan Love, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young. Bryce Young. He's in an advantageous division. He's in an advantageous conference. 
Um, they're pretty good on defense right now. He lands in a really nice spot. It's Bryce Young or or Jordan Love for me. Stroud's in an impossible. Stroud's Stroud. in an almost impossible spot. Yes, there's almost difficult. no way for that to look, go well. Yeah. Who's more likely to start more games this season, Will Levis or Ryan Tannehill? Will Levis. I'll go Tannehill. It's hard. I think it'll be. I think Vrabel is such a loyal dude. It'll be. It would be hard for him in midstream to like walk up to Ryan Tannehill and say we're shutting you down. Maybe yeah. they send him to Miami, and maybe they send well, Derrick Henry somewhere else. Okay, and... that. Yeah. Fine. But if that save for that, if Tannehill's on that team and healthy, I don't think Vrabel goes up to him and says we're going to go with the kid now. I just that seems that seems against everything he's about. Who's more likely to get drafted first in fantasy leagues this fall? Jackson Smith and Jigba, Bijan Robinson, or Jameer Gibbs? Is this a real question? Yes. Bijan Robinson, Robinson will be should be for all of them. I think Bijan Robinson will be drafted. Will be drafted high. Bijan Robinson might like end up five? being a top three fantasy pick by the time it's all said and done. Still means it still doesn't mean it's not a stupid pick. Agreed. <laughs> you know, they're just no closer to winning a Super Bowl. No. Uh, taking our Browns glasses off and not including them in this question, what's more likely? One of the big three, KC, Cincy, Buffalo, make the Super Bowl this season from the AFC or the field? Field, Browns. Taking us out of it, then taking Kansas City. Taking us out of then it. It's but Kansas we're in City. the field. I thought you were taking us out of the big three. I mean, the odds are that Kansas City, Cincinnati, or Buffalo. <laughs> Let's do this. Put us in it. Put, Put us in right. it. Put us in it. You want in the field? Yeah, put us in the field. All right. It so would be sh- it would be pretty shocking if Kansas City, Cincinnati, or Buffalo weren't in the Super Bowl. They're the three favorites. I mean, it, I don't know about Jets. Buffalo. It would be surpri- what about the Jets? It would be surprising us? for us Jets. to go to the Super Bowl. Jags. Us Usually, there's a, a yeah. you got to take a step. Yeah, you got to take you. steps. Yeah, like, but I, the Bengals are taking a step back each year, so their division. <laughs> that's it for them. <laughs> <laughs> the glasses are back on. I, I, to me, I just think like, I think what what you could say is, Chiefs are the field. That's where I was saying Chiefs are the field. I'll take the well, field, and I would take that too. But I think they've been to that's five like, straight AFC Championship. Correct. Games. They're, playing, they're in playing in the AFC. They they will play in the All AFC right. Championship game. It'll most likely be at Arrowhead. And can yeah. you beat them? Yeah. What's more likely? One of the big two, Philly, San Fran, make the Super Bowl from the NFC this year, or the field. I'll just say field. It's tough to repeat, and I just I think Philly's. If you said to me who's going to represent the NFC today, I'd say Philly. But they do have a tough schedule. We just don't know who the Niners' quarterback is now. If Sam Darnold can if he can make Sam Darnold look decent. The fact that give me if the it's Niners not or these Eagles. two, yeah. who is it? Dallas? Dallas. Seahawks. You guys both went Dallas, but like they haven't Seahawks. been in the vicinity of it, guys. They haven't been to an NFC and championship. They, it, they don't have the coach. I feel like Geno. Gino's good last year. I, mean, they I were, know, uh, but it's like you guys know how it is with quarterbacks. Like you got to stack them. If he can't look, they have a ton of weapons. Their weapons are stout. Yeah. It'd be a pretty remarkable. And like, they're going to have one of the best corner tandems in the league. It would be like a Jim Plunkett situation if Geno Smith like led the Seahawks to the Super Bowl. They will have one of the best cornerback t- tandems in the league with Tariq Woolen. They have and one of the best Weather, wide receiver groups in the league. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. They're nice. Chargers. We also forgot about. Chargers at some point are going to deliver on their potential. Not with that operation. Mark my He's words. Still, uh, he, <laughs> I'm going to ride it back. I'm going to die on that hill. 
You picked him last year to win yep. the Super Bowl, didn't you? Yep. Yeah, I love he's all, he's love all. I just think Herbert again. of all the and I've seen them all. I've seen Mahomes <laughs> on the sidelines. He, Herbert's got a lot of your boy in him from an arm talent standpoint. I think that's where where your affection he's comes so from. He's so good. He is. Uh, Justin Fields had more touchdowns accounted for last year. Kind of oh, running. God. They had their whole team So much hurt. more to come. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. All right, so we have uh, – what do we have next availability? Coach Talks Friday? Is that where Coach we will talk Friday, but it's after. We've got rookie minicamp availability leading up to our show on Friday. Yep, Coach Talks. Kind about. of a meet the rookies. Oh, that'll and be – Coach will talk uh, So we'll have after. some of the guys on the show on, on Friday. Some yes. The young Turks bouncing around. We'll have that to look forward to. Yeah. Um, yeah schedule, schedule react tomorrow. Friday will be a big – Friday will be a busy day. Oh, yeah, day. big, big schedule, schedule reaction program we'll probably oh, have some yeah. more stuff leaking out tomorrow i'm, I'm guessing as the day sure. goes along from the sure. schedule so still a few more national announcements tomorrow morning too yeah there big show there huge huge miss it day miss huge. a lot oh boy the next level is coming up next we're back tomorrow cleveland browns daily 850 espn cleveland You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and 850 ESPN Cleveland. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome.